So I told my mom that I was pushing P this summer and she's like, what's that? So I'm like, you know, it's keeping it player, no emotions, you know, just keeping it cool. And she was like, didn't you cry watching radio? And I, I, you know what? They did not have to throw the balls at the shed while he was in there. Okay. That was just uncalled for. It's a fucking lot of hands, Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Episode six. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you decided to come back and listen to this week's episode. Thank you even more if you voted in last week's poll to help decide what this week's episode was going to be about. And if you were not one of the people that saw it on the IG story, the winner this week is, drum roll please, dating horror stories. And I have a lot of these, okay? So um, it was pretty, it, this one's going to be, a, it's going to be a breeze. But yeah, the options were either corporate horror stories or dating horror stories. And man, while I have a ton of both, y'all, y'all just know that these men, oh, they going to disappoint you. <laughs> They're going to let you down. So let's get straight into it okay y'all dating horror stories as you know being a single black woman in this dating pool in this day and age it's 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 a struggle um it's a little difficult there you know there's just some there are some differences between I think how especially black men and black women view each other and view relationships. There's also a gap in, you know, our what we have and what we don't have and things that we access and things that we don't access. Like, you know, black women are typically higher earners. They also go to therapy more. So there <laughs> there's just a difference, y'all. Okay. I, this this episode is not to slander anybody but the niggas that I have dated. <laughs> so so don't take this as this the, this don't take this as slander, but I'm just saying. But anyway, y'all, I have been on many dates, many, many, many dates in my life. And some of them have gone well, some of them have gone very well, and some of them have gone absolutely to hell. And that's that's what I'm here to talk about. Okay, let me. I'm gonna start off light, y'all. I'm gonna start off with a with a little light story, a little a little some light, y'all. Okay, so I recently went on a date, and we're gonna call him the Jamaican. Okay. So I went on a date with the Jamaican. So him and I met on a dating app and I feel like he's a, well, I don't know why men are just terrible texters, but he was a terrible texter. But very, very early on, he was like, I think, you know, like I want to meet you. Like, let's go on a date. Like I'll put something together. And so I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. He asked me what my availability was. And literally the week he reached out to me, this was like, I don't know, late 2021, maybe December. I was busy as fuck. Like I work in um, human resources and around the holidays is one of our busiest times of year. So I'm like, oh baby, uh, <laughs> I got, I got, I got some projects I'm working on. I have some engagements. Like 
but we made it work. We made it shake. So he picked a day. He picked a place. He picked a time. And bada boom, bada bing, we get to that date and time. It's like three hours before the date and he FaceTimes me. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this talk about. Let's see what this talk about. So he's getting ready on the call. And on the call, he's like, you know, we're talking. I was still at work. Like I was working from home. So I'm sitting here working from home. I'm on the call with him. And, you know, it's going good. He's asking me about my day. He's, like, showing me what he wants to wear. And I'm just like, oh, this is cute. Like, this is real cute. And then he's like, you know, um, he wants to go to a restaurant. And I remember that that is what he said. He's like, oh, well, I'll take you out to dinner. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And so I'm asking, like, I don't remember you saying where we were going. And this man said, oh, well, I like to go to only, you know, the finest of places. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> y'all. When he said that, I was like, what's this fool about to say? So he's like, I don't I don't like to be out here going to Applebee's and going to Chili's and woo, woo, woo. And I'm just like, okay, that's great. And then I'm, so I'm like, so where are we going? And this nigga going to say some Maggiano's, y'all. I'm like, baby, Maggiano's is the Applebee's of Italian food. It's a chain restaurant. Like, what are you talking about? And the food there is uh, not that good. Anyway, so I was like, um, I if you want Italian food, like I would like. Okay, I am. Like, I did not complain, y'all, right? But he was, there was a dissent on his end first. So he's like, well, maybe I'm not really feeling that place. And so I just suggested an alternate place, which is just a local Italian place that I go to all the time. has really great food and even better wine. And I'm like, I need a couple glasses because I don't, you know, I be nervous all day. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we get on this date. He's, a, he's like three or four years older than me and we're, we get into conversation, you know, I, t he's telling me that we're, you know, we're talking and I ask one of the questions that I asked him, you know, have you ever been in therapy? This nigga was like, this nigga was like, I have a degree in psychology. So I feel like I would go and I would just know everything. And that was boop, boop, red flag. Number one, I said, okay. And then <laughs> y'all, so I was like, so you, do you, you know, what are you, what are, what are you looking for here? And he's like, oh, I'm looking for something serious right away. And I was just like, you mean like on the second day? And he's like, he starts to chuckle and y'all, this man going to say some, um, well, like pretty fast. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm literally just sitting here in the cut, just being like, yeah, all right, okay. So then he was like telling me that because he's a small business owner. And so we could go on on the conversation. He was telling me about his small business. And then he was telling me that, oh, in my spare time, you know, I really like to cook. You know, they, I, I'm basically a chef and he was showing me all these plates that he made. And I'm like, who that look good. And I'm, I'm just, I say this in jest, y'all. And he was, I was like, oh, well, you're going to have to cook for me. And he's like, I don't cook for friends. And I'm just like, okay. So already done decided, oh, well, he already done decided in his head that this ain't going nowhere, y'all. So I'm just sitting here like, okay, so clearly I just here to talk to myself. And then he just like all over the place. <laughs> so then he's like, so he starts just gazing into my eyes and he's like, you're very attractive. And I'm like, oh Lord Jesus, what? 
okay, thank you. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, uh, that's one of the things that I really liked about um, my ex-wife. Y'all, his ex-wife. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm just sitting here shook because... <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, what are you talking about? So then, y'all, we, so I'm stupid, all right? So I'm, I, the, clearly this date is not going well. We have two different views on relationships. He wants to be committed. I'm just kind of looking to date, see where things goes. He's talking about some, I have a, and y'all, when niggas say this on dates, I'm just like, oh, they just want me to fuck tonight. He was like, I have a very high sex drive and my ex-wife couldn't keep up. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> I'm just like, right, 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 right. Because I ain't finna lie, okay? I ain't finna jack it down. I ain't finna cap whatever colloquialism you want to use. I ain't finna lie. I, no, okay? I won't be, you're, you won't be slutting me out on the first day. So he's like, I have a very high sex drive. It is important to me that you can keep up with that. And I was like... Well, I can't. So anyway, <laughs> we keep talking and this, so I'm just telling him like, you know, he's like, oh, we're talking about views on relationships. And he was like, I think relationships should be 50, 50. And I was like, well, you know, I think relationships aren't about equality as much as they are about equity. Like you have to do things that are equitable to your partner, you know, that benefit both of you. You know, and if that means, you know, sharing financial burdens or sharing emotional burdens or whatever that case may be, like, you know, 50-50 is good on paper, but like, what if, you know, but 50-50 means that like, if one day you can only give 40 and your partner is giving their required 50, there's 10% missing. Where is that going to come from? You know? So he was like, oh, okay, woo, woo, woo. And then y'all, so we start, and then he really wanted to circle back to the financial part, Right. And he was like, I'm tired of women thinking that things should just be given to them. And I'm like, baby, who hurt you? Baby, who hurt you? So we just sitting here, I look at him and he looks at me because I'm not paying for this. Like, if that's where this is leading to, I'm not paying for this. So this is why I'm an idiot, y'all. So the bill comes out and she sets it on the table. He immediately picks it up and pulls out like a stack of like hundreds and pays the bill because this Italian place is not cheap and I ordered an entire bottle of wine so he pays the bill no problem and he, from his perception he's like I think this date is going really well and I'd like to keep it going do you want to take it to you know like a second location and I'm just hoping he not like oh you want to take this back to my place because I'm gonna be like yeah we could go back to your place and as soon as you go to the bathroom I'm stealing everything about your motherfucking house and I teach you niggas a lesson about linking with strangers okay but no he like suggested a legitimate location so I was like okay <laughs> And we went to that second location, y'all. We get to the second location. And he's being, he's very, like, physically affectionate. So he's holding my hand. Y'all, we get to talking, right? And he was like, what? Because there's an escalator in the place that we have, that we went to. So he gets there before me because we drove separate cars. And he's standing at the base of the escalator. I'm coming down the escalator. And when I get down there and he's like, you know, I thought you were really attractive at the restaurant, but seeing you come down the escalator really solidified it for me. And y'all know I am a sucker for a good line, honey. 
So I'm like, thank you. And he was like, the only thing you're missing is an ass. Okay, y'all. I'm like, first of all, you ain't got to come at me like this. You ain't got to do this to me. I know God know my mama know every nigga I have ever dated. No, I ain't got no ass, y'all. We every, we all know that, all right? You're walking by. You see, all right? I was not blessed. And so I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting here listening. He, like, goes to pay for uh, our drinks because there's a bar at this establishment. And he goes to buy us drinks, and he comes back, and we're like, sitting at a table. And he's like, would you ever want a BBL? And I'm like, oh, now... I gotta buy it and I'm like I like myself I'm very comfortable with myself and he's like no 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 but like if we were in a relationship I would pay for what what you mean you gonna I we're not in a relationship why are you trying to buy me an ass you want me to be Jada Waiter? that's what you want me to be okay no y'all this man done so then we moved to another table um, because the bar that was in front of us was out of ginger ale and I wanted a Ciroc apple and ginger ale, my favorite drink. So we go to the other bar because there are more than one, there's more than one bar in this place. So we moved to, we go to another bar. So then we're just like, oh, we'll just sit at the table closer to this bar. And y'all, there's a jukebox. <laughs> there's like where you can select a song. And this man... With his credit card, puts the selects a song, y'all. Pays extra to have it come right up next. Y'all, guess who it is? Um, what is it? Uh, what, what what they be doing on Dora? Guess what song it is? Can you guess what song it is? Bitch, it was remixed to Ignition by R. Kelly, y'all. Our mother, I said that this, um, is this the song you selected? Girl, you I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Um, I'm flabbergasted. Um, I don't really know. Uh, so we're just sitting at this table and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him, and he tries to hold my hand right. And so I just pick up my drink, and I gulp it. So this day is not going well, y'all, clearly. But he, let me just preface this, because I'm dumb, but for a reason, y'all, this man was fine, okay? He was like 6'2", long locks, dark chocolate, oh my god, nice broad shoulders, so he like walks me to my vehicle and we're getting ready to say goodnight, right? Y'all, I know, I know, I'm, I need to stand up, y'all, I need to stand up. And he like leans it and he smells so good. Oh my God. And he leans in for just a, a, a goodnight kiss. And, you know, he gives me this, you know, <laughs> and then we call it a night. All right. So, boom, fast forward to, like, three days later, I haven't heard from him, but, I, you know, he's, like, and I don't really care, because I'm, like, I don't really want to do this again, but because I'm an idiot and he's so pretty, 
I texted him at like the end of the weekend and I was like, hey, like, how was your weekend? And he was like, bad, sick. And I was just like, oh, like, are you okay? And he just says no. And then I'm just like, okay, like, I hope you feel better. Nothing. And then a few days later, I start to get sick. And I'm like, did this bitch give me COVID? I mean, I did have COVID. But <laughs> I have no idea where it came from, y'all. No idea. I mean, I know, but I don't know. But anyway, y'all, that... And then I like text him and I was like, do you have COVID? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, so you were just never going to fucking tell me you have COVID. And he was just like, didn't think so. And I was just like, didn't think so what? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I had it a long time. And I'm just like, you know what, you punk ass bitch. <laughs> y'all I was so motherfucking bad that and this y'all this is just a light story okay this is just a light uh, a, a light 16 bars y'all this is not even the worst of the motherfucking worst y'all let me fast forward to another day all right boom so meet this guy on a date and F. we go out to a restaurant and I mean, I, I, I know people are always like, oh, well, you should do something else other than a restaurant. Like, but I feel like that gives us the best chance to really get to know one another, you know, to be able to talk in an intimate setting or whatever. But anyway, I still like restaurants as first dates. So boom, we get to the restaurant and I never like you not going to pick me up. So I drive there. He drives there. What I'm trying to remember what the restaurant is. So it's like one of these chic, you know, like trendy restaurants, you know, Dwight people have like IPAs and shit in here. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But anyway, so we're, we're at this restaurant and it's like one of those, um, what is it? What am I trying to say? The high top tables, you know, all of the tables in the restaurant are high top tables. So I have on heels and, um... I were walking to the, or I'm walking to the table because it was, he made, he did make the reservation. So we're, oh yeah, because you needed a reservation for this little hipster ass, empty ass restaurant. But that's going to be another episode where I complain about these white trendy ass restaurants. But anyway, so I'm walking to the table and um, I get, I get to the table and I, you know, and high top table is going to be very, very, <laughs> very, very important. So we get there and I'm sitting down and I'm waiting maybe like 10, 15 minutes on him because he is also late. So, um, y'all, he gets to this table and he, I, he looked taller in his pictures. So that's why I put on the heels. So he gets to the table and remember y'all, it's a high top table. So you can't just be like smooth with it. Y'all, this nigga try to hop up into the chair and complete butt missed y'all. I feel like one of the cheeks connected other chick didn't fell right back onto the motherfucking floor, right? <laughs> and you would think, Sierra, that's that's just a small embarrassing thing. That's not his fault. Why, you know, why is this a part of the hellscape of dating? Y'all, he got up and he was mad at me like I pushed him out the chair. Okay, I was not about to get down and hop back up. I had on heels. It was a struggle getting up in this chair. So I hit the extended arm. Oh my God, are you okay? 
<laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm the problem beginning of the date. I'm completely aware of this. So before he got there, um, I had ordered a shot of tequila, which I was entirely willing to pay for. But um, our bartender, you know, she thought there was some camaraderie there. She's like, no, I got you, sis. Like on some, I'm going to make him pay for it type shit. So the conversation, and that's going to be important at the end of this story. So the conversation is very lackluster, y'all. Like this fool, he lived with his mama. He ain't got no job, but he thinks because he don't cheat and he ain't got no kids that he is God's gift to this earth, right? So I'm like, okay. And like he, I mean, he's put together, like he does have a college degree, like he, um, and he's like, well, he's not currently working on his master's, but he's like, oh, well, he, I, I bet he's thinking about getting his master's, which is probably just something he says so that he just doesn't look like a nigga that's living on his mama couch and not doing nothing. And so I'm just sitting here like, okay. So during our conversation while we're at dinner, he gets a fucking FaceTime from his mama, y'all. A FaceTime from his mama. And this man answered it. This man answered a FaceTime from his mama in the middle of dinner. And she was at, and she, this girl, this grown woman gonna ask her grown ass son, boy, where your ass at, right? And I can hear it. And I'm just sitting here tickled. And I'm just like, and he didn't, he, he didn't do the polite, oh, excuse if you just excuse me I'm so sorry I have to answer this like it's my mom like woo 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 and they're not even having an important conversation like at one point she like asked him to like stop and get her something on the way home I'm like I feel like you know the way meetings can be emails this phone call could have been a text she could have been like stop your bum ass at the store and give me some buttermilk so I can make this cornbread tomorrow okay she did not have to FaceTime you in the middle of your day right so then we were, so then I was like, you know what, let's, let's talk about your mother. What's your relationship like with your mother? And he's like, well, I need whoever I'm with to understand that she's the number one woman in my life. And I'm like, that's good to motherfucking know, you know, mental note. Uh, cause I don't compete with niggas mamas. <laughs> you like, I'm not going to go to your house and your mama talking shit about me. Uh, because y'all got this emotional incest going on anyway. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a lot to unpack, baby. You should get a therapist has a full scale mental breakdown in the restaurant. I have never, you're accusing me of having mental illness. And I'm like, oh my Lord, not now I see why you live with your mama because you clearly, need someone to help you okay because what the hell is wrong with you why are you yelling all right you look a mess so he's he's not really yelling y'all because I don't play that I will fight you in Applebee's this ain't Applebee's but so he's full scale like you know trying to alpha male me and all I asked is about his mama and why he ain't got no motherfucking therapist so I was like clearly that's a sore subject for you and he starts like giggling and he's just like um, some women can't handle it when I get assertive. And I'm just, <laughs> okay, babes. Um, if you want to play that game, I can play it right the fuck back. So 
we're just chitting and we're chatting. And um, because I'm like, he he still ordered food after that. And I like ordered a light little appetizer, like some little pasta or some mozzarella sticks or something. So I'm like, we we going to be here for a little bit more. Um, as we continue talking, you know, this unemployed man who has the who the only thing in his name are the AirPods in his ears tells me uh, that he wants a traditional wife and he wants a traditional, you know, he, he, he envisions himself being, you know, the man of the house or whatever. And I was like, boy, you not even the man at your mama house. She the man. <laughs> he was not very happy at that. So at this point, we're full scale like, nigga, what's wrong with you? Nigga, what's wrong with you at this motherfucking table? And the fucking waitress comes over and she's trying to do like the polite thing where she's like, you know, not asking, like, are you motherfuckers crazy? But she's just like, um, do you guys need something? And I'm just like, yeah, girl, we need something. A motherfucking reality check, right? So this man gets another fucking phone call from his mother. I kid you the motherfuck not, y'all. Another phone call from his mother while we're in the middle of our little tense exchange. And at this point, I'm just like, uh, you know, I, I, your, your, your real, your significant other is giving you a call. <laughs> Answers the phone call from his mother, literally like narrating to her, uh, mama, this girl got me fucked up. Right. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, um, I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. Right. So I, I pack my pretty ass up and I'm just like, you know what? Um, kiss my ass so I don't say it like that but I'm like you know what um I'm actually gonna head out like it was super cool meeting you or whatever but um I I won't be doing this like I'm not gonna be sitting up here at this damn table with all these white people around um arguing with you this ain't love and hip-hop Atlanta so I dip the fuck out and I I go to the parking lot so I'm sitting in my car like on the phone with my best friend like girl this motherfucker will 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 he got me fucked up you know, typical homegirl conversations because I'm I'm thinking like he's not gonna be coming out of the restaurant for a while. Wrong, wrong. Like 15 minutes later, he comes out of the restaurant. He sees me, I see him. He see me, see him, and I see him get in this car and he try to start it up. Right, <laughs> right. Oh no, 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 no. Wait, y'all. Wait, y'all. Wait, y'all. Wait. We gotta rewind. We gotta rewind. We gotta rewind. Cause remember that shot of tequila that I got before. Um that at the beginning of the meal when I was there by myself to just kind of calm my nerves so the waitress put it on the bill with the rest of his motherfucking meal and he sent me a, a mad ass text talking about some if you were just gonna use me for free liquor woo woo, woo like you could have just let me know beforehand so I'm like oh he's mad as hell so he looked fuming when he came out of this restaurant so <laughs> y'all this man so I see him get in his car I see him started up he goes like and I see him like pull out of the parking lot and drive. Like he gets like a half a block away and he stops. And I'm just like, oh, well, he, he must need to calm down. So I'm sitting here. I'm still on the phone with my best friend. I'm like, girl, what the fuck this? I'm like, girl, no, he in this car. He up here. He not driving. Like, I don't know. Y'all, he get out this motherfucking car and he comes. Y'all, let me just tell you. Y'all know on Sundays when you got to walk up there and you got to give your testimony as humbly as you y'all this man walked to my motherfucking window as humbly as he can okay you know what they be saying that sunday uh i just want to give glory to god who is the head of my life this man 
he was humble, y'all. Knocked on my motherfucking window and was like, um, I really, <laughs> I'm sorry for how it went down in there, but, um, uh, <laughs> y'all, this man had a whole fucking flat ass tire, didn't have shit. Got a spare in the trunk, ain't got a jack, ain't got the little thing to get the bolt, bolts, nuts, whatever off the damn tire. And I know, okay, I'm a prepared girl, just like I'm a city girl. So my dad bought me a pretty good floor jack. And I've got one of those four-way things to get the nuts off the tires. <laughs> you know, I've got a a, uh, a light that is also uh a magnet so you can stick it to the front of your like I'm prepared I'm a prepared girl so he's y'all humbly as he know how head hung in gratitude like uh could you find it <laughs> could you find it in your heart to just help me out and I'm like look no so <laughs> care anybody thinking that I was gonna be the better person fuck you all right he can kiss my ass <laughs> like y'all kiss my ass hell no okay I was like you know what I would help but you know I would hate for you to think I was trying to break those traditional roles you know <laughs> you're the man all right figure it out if you got to fucking build something on the side of the road, do it, okay? Isn't that what all that traditional bullshit you talking about? Call your mama. Call your mama. All right. So that's how that date ended, y'all. We really just, I don't know where I'll be finding these men, y'all, but they are crazy. Now, look, y'all. This next story, <laughs> I don't even want to tell it, y'all. Look, all right, y'all not gonna, you're not gonna judge me. I was 19 and, um, you know, I, I was one of them. All right. You know, I was with a hood niggas at, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, all right. So this one guy took me to, um, I think at the time it was still called 618. If you're from Milwaukee, you know what 618 is. So this dude I was talking to took me to 618. I was 19, so I had my fake, you know, shout out to my sister. So we at 618 and we're in the car, right? And as we pull up, if if you know 618 and you're from Milwaukee, you know that you basically, you have to go through the TSA to get in. You know, you got to get patted down. You got to get your bag looked through. You got to go through the metal detector. They shine the flashlight. They're making sure that ain't shit getting up in this club, even though they don't do a very good job at it. So we pull up to 618. First of all, his, um, who, his like homeboy brother or whatever. So he's in the back seat with us. That annoyed the fuck out of me. So we pull up to 618. I'm like, you know what? They got good music, good drinks. We pull up to 618 and he like pulls around the corner. There's plenty of parking because we're here like at like 1030, 11. So there's plenty of parking in decent places. But I noticed he parks like a couple blocks away. And I'm like, uh, oh, he finna murder me. Um, I know him. And I'm like, I, so I'm like, I, I don't think I'm gonna get murdered, but if I do get murdered, like I deserve this, but no. So he pulls like two blocks away and he, y'all, um, I'm sorry. Okay. He hands me a gun. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck you want me to do with this? And this nigga was like, 
put it in your purse. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean put it in my purse? I don't want it. He's like, no, like, just keep that shit smooth. And I'm like, that's not a response to what I just said. Like, <laughs> that's not a response. So, um, y'all know I did it, okay? Y'all know. So, I don't know why y'all up here judging me, okay? I did it because it wouldn't be a story if I didn't. So, I take the gun. I put it in my purse. And we get out the car. And we go into 618. So, the man is doing the most patting him down checking him waving him with the wand making him walk back and forth through the metal detector he had on a vest or not like a vest but like a jacket that had like a fur hood on it he like making him shake it out right meanwhile this nigga did not pat me down did not make me open up my purse did, didn't really told me to walk around the metal detector and I'm like I'm gonna be the one to air this motherfucker out I got the weapon right so we're in here and I guess another one of his homeboys is like, it's his girl's birthday. So they got a section. So I'm sitting in the section with this man and you know, it's a vibe, whatever you want to call it. The niggas got Hennessy bottles. They standing on the couch. It's ghetto as hell in here. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, I don't belong here. Y'all, I'm not hood. Okay. I'm not from hood. I'm not street, whatever you want to call it. I ain't, I'm not about it. I wasn't, I'm not. So I look a little uncomfortable. I look a lot out of place. But, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's going on. It's going on. So they standing on the couch. They got the bottle of Hennessy, the Remy, whatever. This is, y'all, if, like I said, if you're from Milwaukee, you know, 618, this is a hood-ass club. So some niggas got, they done rolled up a couple backwoods. They in here smoking. The goings-on are goings-on. <laughs> They're going on. And so... I'm sitting here minding my business and he steps down off the couch because I don't know, I, hood niggas are like dogs when they see a squirrel. Like they see like a quote unquote op or somebody they got beef with and they just immediately just like squirrel. And I'm just like, oh, what's, what's wrong with you? And so him, the, the, the chatter begins, begins amongst the men in the section um, they have set the bottles on the table and they're all like huddled up like they're strategizing, you know, like they're a team of coaches and they're trying to correct the strategy of the offensive linemen. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on, but they're they're huddled up and they're they're conversing. So he comes over to he comes over to me and he was like, hey, where your purse at? And I'm like, oh, hell motherfucking no. Right. So I was just like, I apparent I did not respond fast enough because one of his homeboys jumped over the couch, right? They get to going at it with somebody towards like, okay, towards the door and like the vestibule. So there is a vestibule that leads you into like the club and there is a set of doors directly behind that vestibule. So they're engaged in an altercation, you know, the art of fisticuffs by the door, right? So he must have told like his homeboys, like, oh, I ain't got it on me. My, like my, my girl got it on me, right? So his homeboys are all trying to convince me, open up the purse, open up. No, no. So y'all, they, I'm like, mm mm because I'm not an accessory. So I'm hiding in the fucking bathroom. And his homeboy's girl is like knocking on the stall door. Like, girl, come the fuck out here. Woo, woo, woo. Y'all, I have no 
fucking idea. I'm like, I what the fuck did I get myself into, right? Um, y'all, look, so I'm in the bathroom. Eventually she leave. Um, I hear the like the 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 DJ like start talking and saying like, hold on, y'all, whoa, 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 we ain't about that shit. We came to party, so let's turn back up. So I'm like, oh, so security has escorted the 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 tomfoolery off of the premises. So I walk out of the bathroom and then I walk. It's still some stragglers in the section, but everybody that was like close to him is gone. And then I walk out of the establishment. And as soon as I step foot outside of the door, I walk back into the tomfoolery. So I really, it wasn't nothing in my purse, y'all. Like the gun, lipstick, uh, compact mirror. So I took the clip out in the bathroom and um, I'm like, you know what? Take this whole motherfucking purse. Okay. Take this whole motherfucking purse. I give it to him. I take my phone and my keys and I called an Uber back home. Okay. I called the fucking Uber back home. And this man, let me just, first of all, let me tell you that I got the angriest text talking about some, why you do that sucker ass shit? woo woo like you were opt for life and that like he was I'm like oh you a like <laughs> you eating me up like you you on my ass because <laughs> I took the clip out in the bathroom I'm like your punk ass wasn't gonna shoot nobody anyway all right you punk bitch you wasn't gonna shoot nobody and you was getting your ass whooped in that fight until your homeboys jumped in all right let's not let's not cap about our situation okay so that's that's the hood day, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know these stories are all over the place, but look, I I lived a little young. I lived a little wild. I lived a little free. And the men, they just get worse and motherfucking worse and motherfucking worse. I feel like these, I hope these are good stories. Like, I hope you guys are really, I hope you, I hope they're engaging. I hope they're Hope you're enjoying them. I hope you guys are liking the roller coaster ride that I'm <laughs> taking you on with my random collection of memories from years ago. Cause I don't date often anymore. And I will say that the dates that I have been on as of late have been pretty pleasant. Um, I've been on a few dates with like a few different guys, and I've been talking, I don't know, y'all, like. I know what I'm looking for and I know that a relationship is definitely something that I want down the line and my goal is to like just date one man like I know dating can be casual and it can be like oh well I'm dating him and I'm dating him but we're not in anything serious but I I would just like to date one guy like just kind of get to know one and I know that's not realistic or whatever and it's a little naive but I I don't have it in me y'all and I'm not saying that I want to jump into a relationship or anything but I also don't just want to like I'm not gonna say that it is not something that I want I'm just gonna say that it's it's just something that I feel like I need to work to and um yeah y'all like I don't know it just I know I hope this didn't get sad (laughs) 
I hope this didn't get fucking sad. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier on Instagram, and he was like, whoa, you know what you could also post being in love? And I'm like, these niggas don't love me. That's why I ain't in love. <laughs> okay. I I do eventually want to do like a black love episode or something like that. Like, I don't want to just post niggas ain't shit content. And y'all are definitely going to get the corporate horror stories just like you got the dating horror stories um, episode. Please don't get me wrong, y'all. Um, however, you know, what if I'm just saying like right now, like, Anyway, if you're listening to this and you've dated me or if you have ever dated me and you think I'm the problem, I really, I say this with, you know, because, you know, I went to therapy today. So I say this with a lot of humility and a lot of grace in my heart. Please kiss my ass. All right. I like, and like, I'm saying this as humbly as the nigga with the fucking flat tire. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm saying this very humbly y'all please kiss my ass all right I have been on plenty more dates all right and I might do some little IG story times with some more stories but um yeah y'all it's it's hard out here in these dating streets it's hard out here in these single streets it's it's just hard in general okay I don't I don't really know what to tell you (laughs) y'all I don't really know what to tell y'all it's just like, man. Oh, oh, okay. You know what? I got a good one for the last story, y'all. I got a good one for the last story. Okay. So, um, a few years back, my sister had just bought a house. And, you know, I, my sister is my best friend. All right. I spend all of my time with her or my mother who's my secondary best friend, who won't admit it. Talk about, oh, your daddy is my best friend. Girl, whatever. Anyway, so I spend all my time with my sister. And so I'm at her house and my sister and I have um, similar, well, we had the exact same car. So my dad, our parents bought us the exact same car, but in two different colors. And then so my sister got a newer car a few years back. It was that same car. It was just like a few model years, well, like 10 model years newer. So we both drive, or at the time I had a Chevy Malibu. She had a Chevy Malibu. Hers was much newer than mine. So we're driving. We get back to her house and I think we're getting ready to leave again. And her tire is flat. So because I am Mr. Fix-It and she is not, I have to change the goddamn tire. So even even though, I'm just going to say this. If my sister is listening to this, daddy taught us both how to change a fucking tire. Why is it only me that remember? But anyway, so I take the jack out of the trunk and I get the little four-way thing and I'm taking the tire off of my sister's car. So she got these, her neighbors are like, it's a whole bunch of black people in that house next door to her. And so um, one of them, two of them are like standing outside smoking or whatever the black people be doing outside, drinking Hennessy, listening to Sada Baby, something. But so they see me in a dress <laughs> taking the tire off of my sister's car and they come over and they're like, oh, well, let us help. Let us help. And I'm like, nigga, I already got the motherfucking tire off of this thing. So my, she does not have a spare in this car. So we're trying to see if mine will fit. So that's what they helping with. They um, take the spare out of my car and they're trying to see if it'll fit on her car because her tires are a little bit bigger than mine, but not by much. 
but my the tire my spare was too small for her car so anyway so the dude that like uh it was two dudes one of them asked her name and let me tell you my sister got a black name right not like her she got a black name so this nigga gonna be like oh that's exotic <laughs> he gonna be like oh where's she from but that's not even the nigga we gonna focus on because he clearly he's got some delays um, so the other nigga, like, I'm putting all the stuff back in my trunk of my car. And he, like, kind of walks up behind me to help me put the rest of the stuff up and scares the fuck out of me. So then, like, and be- he scares the fuck out of me specifically because I feel a cold hand on my leg. And he's like, you got some nice thighs. And I was just like, oh, my Lord Jesus. And I don't know why that worked. <laughs> I had no fucking idea, y'all. And I get upstairs and I tell my sister and she was like, I know people have said nice things to you before. Like, what's wrong? Are you just so starved for affection? I was like, yes, I am. All right. So anyway, um, I give him my number, y'all. And we start talking. And I, this the we're, we're getting to the important stuff, y'all. So we start talking, y'all. This man, 30 plus years old, and he has a text message signature. Like, you remember in the day, it's back in the day, you know, you have a text message signature and it's like your fucking favorite song, like, you know, under my umbrella signed, <laughs> some stupid ass shit, right? Back when you was texting motherfuckers off your Nokia fucking flip phone, you had a text message signature. And so I'm texting him and I see that on a few messages, there's a like, a t- and I'm like, Cause at first I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, I know who you are. And it was like some some stupid ass shit like Cashman Trail. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so y'all, anyway. So fast forward, he wants to go on a date. It's his birthday. Apparently he ain't got no friends. I'm like, what happened to the niggas he was in the street drinking Hennessy with? Apparently they don't matter, okay? Another side note, men, you need to be better friends to your male friends on their birthdays because birthday dinners are important. I know that was a thing on TikTok or whatever, whatever. But anyway, so he like we were going to the Cheesecake Factory. We go to the Cheesecake Factory because that's where he wants to go on his birthday. Um, At this time, I was broke, broke. So he's paying. I don't. Yeah, I was like 20. So I'm like, I ain't got no money. And <laughs> I told my daddy I was going on a date right. This nigga gave me $10. So anyway, <laughs> we we going on this date. It's pretty cool. Like, he's not very talkative, but he's like, you know, very engaged in what I'm saying. Woo-woo. So I'm like, cool, 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 cool. So 20-year-old Sierra is pretty impressionable. And he's like, oh, well, why don't we have a nightcap? I literally did not know what the fuck that meant at 20. I was like, a, a nightcap? Like, what's that? So he asked me to come back to his place. I agreed at the time because I'm legitimately like, what the fuck is a nightcap, y'all? I don't, I ain't know what the fuck he was talking about. Um, So we get back to his place. And first of all, y'all, he lived in the hood, okay? The the hood hood like it's cars up on bricks over here on the hood so i'm like oh what is that caroline caroline you are in terrible danger <laughs> i was like oh no so i'm like who knows where i am who knows where i am who knows where i am so i call my friend who um she is still in school at this time so i call my friend 
And I'm like, yeah, girl, like I'm about to go woo 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 just so I can like send her my location and stuff and whatever. So we get back to this house and when we start walking towards the front door and I see fucking little bikes and trikes and shit and it's um it's little frisbees and balls in the front yard and I was like, you got kids? And he was like, no, it is they stuff. And I'm just like, they? Who? Who is they? <laughs> There's a lot of confusion going on at this point. So I was like, your parents? Are you, nigga, like, do you live with your mama? Are you about to take me into Miss Brenda's house? So he like, no, no, them, this, they, the people that live here. And I'm like, what do you mean? You don't live here? We, oh, no, I can't do no breaking and entering. So I'm trying to get clarity. And then we walk to like this side staircase. And I'm just like, that looks like a fire escape. It's not a fire escape, but it looks like a fire escape. So we walk up the stairs, y'all. And this is literally like a separate stair to a single room. So this room, apparently, y'all, we get, I'm not even going to say it first. So we get up to this, <laughs> y'all, we get up to this room, y'all. It's like pitch black dark. It's because, I mean, it is nighttime. So it's pitch black dark. He like, I'm like, oh, well, I can't see. Turn on the light. This nigga turn on TV. No, y'all, I'm so dead ass serious. He switches the television on. So he turns the TV on and... That doesn't even really help because I'm. It's dark as fuck outside. You guys, sh- Lord Jesus, and I'm I'm clutching my purse. I got my phone in my hand. I got a knife in my bra in case I gotta stab this nigga right because I'm like it's getting real sketchy. So I was like, who got kids? Because I'm like back to the original question, and he's like, oh, this they house, and I was like, say they one more time. Say they. One more time, y'all, he was he 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 was just renting a room from a family at 32 years old, at his big old age. All right. So I'm like, Lord, Jesus, please take the real. And then I realized, oh, that's why you ain't got the lights on, because your friends, they they that's when they come out. I and y'all by friends, I mean roaches, okay? roaches y'all I saw a damn roach and to add insult to injury the roaches had better manners than he did okay the roach asking me can he take my jacket can I get you something to drink this man just in here talking about some why don't you see you why you ain't sitting down that I'm uncomfortable okay your roaches are trying to offer me some amenities here okay let them speak all right so I'm clutching my purse I got my hand on the knife in my bra. I got my phone in the other hand, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm asking the roach, is it somewhere safe I can sit down? He said, hell no. All right. Um, The other roach is in the corner trying to sleep, you know, so the one roach asked if I could keep it down because his son was trying to get some rest, right? So I'm like, my bad dog. Like, I ain't trying to ruin what y'all got going on or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why are you being inconsiderate to your roaches, first of all? (laughs) And second of all, what the fuck is going on in here? So he, I am like, and when I tell y'all, like, I'm clenched up, all right? Everything clenched. Arms clenched. Ass cheeks clenched. Teeth clenched. I'm like, this a situation you got going on in here. This man got every no after this happening, after woo, woo, woo. And I'm just like, 
man, let me the fuck up out of here. I call, I, look, my friend knew the deal. I got that call in 30 fucking seconds where she was, I don't know, somebody got shot, arrested, uh, somebody manned, uncaught them, red-handed. I don't know what happened, but the emergency call was received and I dipped the fuck on out of there. You know, uh, one of the roaches did tell me to have a nice evening and I appreciated that. I'm glad I I'm happy when people's roaches have manners. Um, I told him he was an incredible host, but I'm like, strike one. What the fuck you mean? You, this day house, you just, and then y'all wait. So I had on heels. I had on my sister's shoes. So these was some popping ass heels. I also had on my sister's dress. So I was, I was hot in the ass y'all. So I got on my sister's clothes. I look good though. Um, and I'm wearing, so I'm wearing heels and this man going to shush me. He was like, they kids be sleep. Not only you got well-mannered roaches, but I can't even make no noise up in this establishment. I, I want to go. I want to leave immediately. So he's trying to like have a, this silent ass conversation. I'm like, yeah, not only are they kids sleep, nigga, your roaches kids asleep too. What you mean? So I'm like, so yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm like 20, so I'm trying to be nice. I'm really not trying to be confrontational. And like y'all, like I said, y'all, I wasn't about it. So if, if we get to fighting, I'm just going to stab you. So I'm just sitting in this corner trying to like not make it seem like I'm rejecting him because men are also loons, but just like, you know, I'm just kind of chilling. So yeah, y'all, I eventually got the call from my friend, you know, somebody got robbed, somebody got arrested, somebody went into labor. I don't know. But all I know is that my black ass had to be out of there. So he gets to trying to kiss me, right? As I walk out the door thinking that he done had a successful night. And I'm like, unfortunately, I feel like that would not be courteous to your roaches. So I fucking left. Y'all, that's motherfucking strikes one through five. What you mean they live here, you just, this just your room. So do you got to pay for bathroom privileges? Like, are your roaches on the lease as well? What's the situation that's going on? Y'all, a motherfucking mess. Then had the nerve to text me the next day uh, using the little uh, purple eggplant emoji talking about some, oh, well, if you come back over, you know what the fuck's going down. I say, yeah, I know what the fuck's going down. We're going to be sitting in there being quiet again because I know your Roach's kids got to go to school in the morning. Okay. All right. And Roach Sean is already getting a DMF. So I'm not doing this with you. But anyway, blocked his ass and his fucking text message signature. I'm like, nigga, how are, how are you being outclassed by your Roach's? I, I couldn't do it. I, I was unable, y'all. Unfucking able. And you know what, Dontrell, if you motherfucking listening to this, your punk ass can kiss my ass. But I hope your roaches, honestly, I hope, um, I hope they're doing okay. All right. They they was they was nice people. But um <laughs> yeah, y'all. That that was I couldn't. 
the TV was the light. We couldn't use our inside. We could barely use inside voices. We had to fucking whisper. I couldn't walk around because my heels were making too much noise. And then you're trying to get me to fucking sit on your bed, which I'm pretty sure was just the fucking air mattress on a box spring on the floor. No way, Jose. All right. That's how you end up in them ghetto ass porn videos that be on them uh, nasty ass websites. Okay. No. That was. Lord. Oh, y'all, that was a flashback. Anyway, <laughs> I let me just tell you that dating is hell. Being single is hell. Men are hell. It's all hell. All right. I just, if you got it figured out, let me know. If you, if you know what's cracking in these streets, let me know. All right. Um, I, I, I don't have anything insightful to say. I don't have any positive words this week because look y'all it's hell it's motherfucking hell okay so look i hope this brought some enjoyment to your week if you made it this far you know don't don't date man with roaches y'all if that's the only thing i can give y'all today please don't be like me <laughs> all right well look i'm so glad you guys came back and you joined me for episode six and whatnot hopefully next week maybe i'll have some lovey-dovey stories for you next week but we'll see until then have a great week have a great weekend namaste y'all peace out